Yo, man, Bumus Rusty, it's Monday. It's been a good Monday. I uh, had some audio stuff this morning, but you know, that's, we're past that. Past that, and it's even better now. So it's since it's Monday, uh, that means new guest. Uh, new guest Monday is something that I'm calling it now. But um, yeah, why not? So right here, uh, right now, Libby Robertson, how you doing? I am so good. Thanks so much for having me, Rusty. It's awesome to be here. Yeah, you bet. Yeah, awesome to have you here. It's um, yeah, it's. I don't know. It's just been something new that we've been doing with this show. Not we, but I guess I guess we, in the sense of me and whoever the guest is, has just yeah. been yeah, hitting record and going. And I, I've been I I've been it. enjoying that. So it's it's fun. It's so so um, cool. <laughs> it's like authentic conversation, isn't it? And really, rather than having anything prepped or planned, just a collaboration or two humans coming together and seeing what magic we get to create, and those that are listening get to reap the benefits of that. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> it. And I, I love it. Yeah. Who who wants to write show notes and ask questions? That especially if you you're on some sort of not a circuit or whatever you would call it where you're going on you know 10 different podcasts as a guest and you know you get asked the same same few questions over and over and um, you know i, I kind of have something a little different and you know get yeah i you can say okay refer to this other podcast if you'd like to know more about we'll just jump straight into part 10 and everyone else can figure out where parts one to nine are right yeah <laughs> and then then you got someone listening to parts one through nine of your show you're you know of, of the rest of the the experience and so good. um yeah so uh it. let's see so let, let's see where do we start um uh, uh so you are not here in the States. You are uh, somewhere. Uh, I'm somewhere else. I'm not in the States. Of the world. I am like, right. So if you, if you look at a map of the world and you've got a globe and there's the States there, if you're looking at the States and you turn it around a little bit and then you kind of look down, there's the little, this little island. It's like this tiny country. <laughs> looks tiny compared to the states called new zealand it's next to australia everyone mistakes us for australian but no we're next to australia down under we're about a three hour flight from australia and there is a total of i believe we're approaching five million people in the entire country whoa is that that yeah. has the number gone up or is that stayed sort of the same about 10 years ago it was four million so it's growing we're growing down here whoa. Yeah. Are, are they filtering more into the, the countryside or towards like the, the coastal parts? There's a couple of main cities. There's about five main cities in the whole country. And then there's a lot of there's a lot of sheep. <laughs> there's a yeah. lot of sheep. There's a lot of cows. Apparently there's like uh, 10 times the amount of sheep per person or per capita in, in New Zealand. Yeah. Fun fact. Yeah. yeah. We're about to you. Um, I'm near New York right now. I'm uh, well, I, 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 yeah. I'm from I'm from the West Coast pretty much. I'm uh, I'm from Oregon, which is like yeah, Pacific Ocean. Like uh, like I don't know. I was like five and a half six hours south of Canada. 
um, oh, along beautiful. the ocean. Yeah, like I love Vancouver. it. Vancouver is pretty nice. I like it. Uh, over cool. It's real nice there. Yeah. So we share the Pacific Ocean because we. I'm on the Pacific. I'm on the East Coast, which is yeah. the West that matches the West Coast of of the states. Along the Ring of Fire, do you get did you get turned? You get taught the Ring of Fire in school? Was that something you guys learned over uh, there? No, wait, is that the um, earthquakes? Where the, where yeah, like the earthquakes the, and volcanoes. We get a lot of earthquakes, and there's a couple of volcanoes in the country. So, yeah. what, what kind of what kind of training do they do for that? For um, for when you're in school, <laughs> um, I mean, we we had to hide. Uh, because we they had those desks they were like the i don't know how big they are you know like probably about like three feet squares and then they had uh, a little like drawer not a drawer but it was like a hollowed out part you could put all your stuff in under the desk and we'd have to go under the desk and stand or like you know cover our heads and uh get yeah. under there but they, they yeah, they're always talking about this big earthquake that was gonna come and I don't know. It's, it hasn't come. They've been saying we're, we're 300 years overdue for an earthquake in Portland, Oregon, and uh, it didn't happen. Uh, knock on wood, or that that desk, or whatever. But um, what what did they do for you when yeah. you were a kid? This yeah, thing? it's this it's the same thing, and we've been having the same thing in like the warnings of be be prepared, be prepared. There's a whole lot of like be prepared. Have your emergency kit ready. Be prepared. There's going to be a big earthquake. We're at hundreds of years overdue for a big earthquake so we're all kind of waiting same story i think but i'll tell you something really funny so we had the same training like get under the desk when there's an earthquake or stand under a doorway and it was yeah. it's not stop drop and roll that's a fire but stop drop and hide maybe cover stop drop and cover or some like something that, that they've given us but i remember this one one maths teacher that we had at high school and i went to an all-girls school and we decided that we'd play pranks on this particular teacher. And this one day we'd have like meetings before class in the in the PE changing rooms after sports, after the sports. And we'd be like, right, what's our prank on Mrs. Williamson today? And so we're like, right, let's pretend that there's an earthquake and we'll freak her out. And so at this, this one person in the class did this, she made this signal and the whole class at that time was like, okay, get under your desk, there's an earthquake, whoa. And we all pretended that there's this earthquake and we're shaking our desks. And she's looking around because she's like, I feel like there should be an earthquake. Are they picking up on something that I'm not feeling? What's going on? It was so funny. <laughs> Fun story for you. Well, that needs to happen some more. You need to, uh, I mean, uh, it's one of those things too, because there's like a thing with, uh, with sound frequencies, like there was, um, a thing about like maybe I don't know 15 years ago 10 15 years ago there was a uh, like a ringtone that was so high pitched that only the kids could hear it that the wow. adults couldn't hear it so that they would use it they were using that this was after I was uh, you know long after I was out of school and um, <laughs> yeah just be able to like you know get like this they're basically hearing their ringtone normally and so they can get down and uh, start texting or whatever. And the teacher has no clue that, that the thing's ringing. And um, so, That's hilarious. Yeah, so kid, kids That's became, so you know, almost dogs, I guess, or, or something, but. 
yeah. like super tapped into the energy and frequency around yeah right yeah and then, yeah, yeah same yeah, thing yeah. with the earthquake so maybe yeah, that's yeah. what that's what she was thinking um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like what are these kids yeah, what are these kids sorry mrs what? williamson <laughs> yeah. sorry if we upset you that must have been really hard for you <laughs> oh shit um so with your I mean, and that now I now I feel like gotta get something in there. Um, so with the to at least let people kind of know what what's going on with with you. So the uh, so like a little what, bit of what, a little bit of background. Yeah, a little bit of background. Yeah, I'm trying to go like, what well, I mean, what what was it that that made you want to want to reach out for podcast, uh, being a guest on podcast? Yeah, so like like you, Rusty, I I think I think we're at such a time of realizing collectively that there is more to life than meets the eye, right? Sure. And all of my mission is helping people awaken to that, like helping people remember how fucking amazing they are, how incredible that like there's this untapped potential within every single one of us. And I've been in business, I've been an entrepreneur for five coming up, it'll be, it'll be five years in May. So what are we now, March? So five years exactly in May. And just over the last couple of years, I've been speaking and, I normally do paid speaking events and I thought you know what this is the year that I like let's have more conversations because like this like the magic the joy the fun the play that gets to happen when we just banter and have conversations and I feel like when people can join in on these conversations their their life is enhanced they just tap into that that part of them that's like oh yeah life's meant to be magic life's meant to be fun it's not meant to be blah blah boring go to work and pay the bills and look forward to the weekends like no there's so much available for us and so i know the power that happens when two like-minded people you know and i know that you're like-minded because you're about hypnosis and you've got an awesome professional background and like crazy by the way i'd love to hear more about that if we've got sure we've got maybe to that um and wrestling and, and you've done something with that and now you're sharing your message and you're getting people together to have awesome conversations and i just think the more that we can do that and the more people that we can reach together because it's more fun that way then we're just going to make the world a better place by having fun so that's kind of, <laughs> that's kind of that was kind of my intentions well yeah i mean like you were saying it's uh it's about you know having something a little different because i mean yeah i've i've listened to a lot of podcasts and I, i've been on a lot of podcasts where it's you know there's something there's something that you're saying like it's magical about having being able to have a conversation where it's not just you know reading off a thing like i've had yeah a number of them where it's, you know i've i've said the exact same things and it you know i can i can feel where it's going to go to the next part and um and then i mean even with doing you know any live anything i i have trouble like I don't want to write anything down. I, I like, I like being like in the moment for as much as I can, um, which sometimes, sometimes gets rough. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not, not always great. 
but the, I mean, the parts that are great are definitely way more impactful to you. You might uncover something just crazy that you wouldn't have, um, you know, stopped to really understand or, you know, even, even look at a different way. Um, cause I mean, yeah, I've, yeah, written, written jokes, uh, written, written speeches and it's, and I mean, it's, it's good cause there's an art to it. There's an art to both. And, but I, it's just, I don't know. There's in just the something, there's something about this. Yeah. Being in the moment and yeah. 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 Well, cause then you're coming from, you're coming from the purest version of you, aren't you? You're not, there's, it's not like you've prepared it, which is often then you're coming from the mind and the ego, which is based on the part, like you're really allowing yourself to say, I trust myself. I trust that I'm connected to an infinite field of intelligence and that I'm going to be able to bring through whatever's wanting to come through me at any given time. And it's yeah. when we get in our minds that I think that we that we we discount the power and the magic that's actually within us, you know? Is it yeah, exactly. It's yeah. it's hard to yeah let it just. I mean, yeah, it's so easy just to get into a routine and just uh, have something. I mean, uh, I know people who've been doing the same jokes for ten years and uh, over and over, and they're they're fucking great jokes there but it's um it's also a thing you know if you're doing something and all of a sudden you lose you lose the crowd but you yeah. still have two and a half pages of something to go through and you know what what do you what, what do you do, do? Like, well, i, I yeah. don't know i'm just sort of stuck here and i have a lot more and you know i, I hope it turns around at some point but um <laughs> You know, some sometimes it's yeah. just gotta gotta change, and, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, like relying yeah. on that. I, I I do a lot of business coaching as well, and it's the same. Like whether you're in business, whether you're on stage, uh, telling jokes, like you have to learn how to tap into that for yourself. Otherwise, yeah. if you're only relying on something outside of yourself, your notes or what you've prepared or what you've planned, and then you're in the environment, you're like, shit, this isn't going to plan. What am I going to do? <laughs> like, yeah. oh, luckily, I remember how to connect with my my heart and my intuition and just like think on the spot and create something in the moment that's going to shift the the vibe or shift the environment and, and, and deliver what I actually want to be delivering. Yeah. So then what, what yeah. goes through your head? Let's say you get to a point where you're doing, you're doing, you're doing a speech and so, for some reason they're not, they, they lose you for a second. What goes through your head and, you know, what gets you to be able to transition mm -hmm. and get, get it back? Or like, do you, is there oh, yeah. a, a moment of, just to stop to regather your thoughts or is there a moment of of panic or is there just a chill and just right into it <laughs> i normally turn if so if this is happening enough if i've got something pre-prepared because let's face it we're always going to do our best to like have our notes and yep. make sure that we've got something just in case and if if we're if i'm personally if i'm delivering something and I can see like a glazed look in the audience or you're losing them. I'll turn it back on them. And so rather than it being about me, even though I'm up the front, I'm actually, okay, I'm making it too much about myself, which is why I'm losing them. 
So yep. you guys tell me, tell me. If, and I'll sometimes I hear myself speaking and I'm like, shit, tell me what. And so I'm like having to think on the spot as I'm speaking. <laughs> I, I, I wish that I, I wish that I took time to pause, but I don't know. Just be like, so you guys tell me what you would do. Let me think, think what you would do with what. And I'm like asking them a question, but I'm thinking what question to ask them as I'm speaking. Sometimes it goes to plan, sometimes it doesn't, but at least I've got their attention again. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? What do you do? Sort of the same thing. I mean, yeah, once once I feel that there's something that I don't, I'm like, oh, okay, I, this is this is not going this is not going uh yeah i go in sometimes i try like one one last thing and usually it's not a good idea i do like your idea better of just going right to the people as opposed to trying for one one last ditch effort to try to get it back because um i mean most of what I do is crowd work. I mean, that's what I'm, that's what I'm used to with what I've done. And that's because, I mean, when you bring someone in, they're going to remember that they're going to remember that probably more than a lot of other stuff that happens in whatever, whatever you're doing. Like if you go up to someone and you start asking one person questions about about anything i mean they're gonna have that you know the person who like like you were able to talk to them personally and get on that personal level with them as opposed to just being a a person out there up there that's not that's just telling their their story but not being able to feel like you're really engaged with the whoever is there but if you're up there, you know, asking them about, uh, I don't know, whatever, how their uh, their airplane their airplane ride was, or or whatever, or how, you know, how they would do their whatever situation is, how they would handle it, what they would do, uh, you know, you know, just you know, even just small small talk, which, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, it's why, why not? Why not just get a little something? And then, you know, I think then other people start to open up who are in the audience as well and being like, okay, well, this person's, you know, trying to connect with us, you know, more on a, a personal level. And, you know, um, then their, their kind of thinking and mentality starts to change more into that. Whereas they might want to go and raise their hand and, you know, ask a different question than what they would have asked otherwise, you know, being able, being able to make it more about them. Cause I mean, that's really what it's about is something that's going to be beneficial for them to walk away with. That's going right. to make their life better, which is what you do. And so, right. I mean, you got to figure yeah. it out. You gotta figure you it out. Get, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think I think when in doubt, you gotta remember that people are 
really at the core of it we're really selfish us humans like if it doesn't have anything to do with us we're like i'm switching off i'm not even listening to this this lady talk <laughs> like yep. so as soon as we can make it about them they're like oh wow like yeah yeah this is about me it's about me it's about me yeah cool i'm all yeah. in all right awesome awesome yeah. this is great yeah you, you know you know who i like hearing about yeah. <laughs> have you have you have you got like a go-to joke that you share if you're if you're on stage or when you're working with crowds have you got like a go-to yeah joke or or story that you're like i know that this will get them uh sometimes i can do if it might be a long story there usually isn't a quick one unless i well i take that back i do have one that i always like to tell and uh you know it's kind of about being on stage especially if i if i fuck up and i, I lose everything um I, I like to like talk about that if if it happens and I, I like to talk about um you know just being able to let everything out like i i like to let everything out it's like once you get to a point when you don't care that's when you can really do whatever you want to do there's nothing holding you back you're not going to be stopping for anything and, you know, I always like saying the story about, you know, if you, you know, if you shit your pants wherever you are, you're not going to shit your pants anymore. Like you already, you already lost it right there. Like everything, it's not going to get any worse. You're just, you're already there. Like it's, uh, I, I tried telling that one time I was on a, a Mormon talk show one time and I tried telling that joke and it did not make it onto TV, um, which was, that was, that was a whole different experience. Uh, I used to live in, in Utah. I don't know if you know about. Oh, Mormon. yeah, 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 yeah. Utah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, yeah, I okay. lived there uh, before I moved here, and I ended up on a show. They booked me on there for some reason. I don't think they knew quite enough about me, but uh, yeah, <laughs> that, that was an interesting time. So they didn't put that on there. It didn't make it on. But I, I'll use that one just because I really like to get into, like, if I'm, if I'm fucking up and you know losing people. And then being able to kind of explain where I am on it. Maybe there's someone in the audience who is, you know, ha can relate to that and, you know, has been at that point and they're just like, still have that bit of doubt in them that there's like, I think I can still go, you know, something can still go worse. Like, well, you know, just once you get to the worst, you know, it can't, can't get worse. So just, just let <laughs> it go. Did that analogy come from a real life experience? Um, I don't know where it came from. I, I wish it did. <laughs> I wish it did come from a real time experience, but I think I think someone told that to me and it was just something that stuck. I wish it was from a real real experience, but maybe maybe one day I'll have to make it so. So uh, <laughs> that'll you know. that'll be a story. That'll be a story and a half. <laughs> yeah. So um Let's see. So I was also going to, you know, well, so talk about me. We'll talk about me because that's what. Yeah, that's what, you know, yeah, yeah, we'll your story. I want to hear because, more about you know, your, your, your journey, your, your story from from being a professional fighter. How was that? Um, well, I mean, <laughs> well, OK, so I was, uh, yeah, doing that forever. I mean, it was a long time. And then I was. Uh, I was on the road a bunch and then I was working a job and I stepped in a hole and I destroyed my knee. And uh, 
I've never got hurt wrestling. Um, but you know, never got hurt, never got hurt wrestling, but you were just out living your life and just stepped in a hole and then yep. you could not wrestle again. Yep. Uh, yeah, oh. had to get had to get three surgeries on it and oh, uh brutal. Yeah, it was just it was the end. And then uh I mean now I'm you know, forty years old and uh, I'm like, okay, well, yeah, that's past. But I mean, so it's been that happened almost six years ago and then yeah and um i mean it's still not not great um but yeah then i got into a whole thing like i don't know what to do i don't like i've been doing physical stuff all my life and then right yeah so I, i went to a therapist and she was cool she was awesome and uh gave me a book um and I had a couple of suggestions for jobs uh, for because, yeah, she's like, this book is for you. And one was a Reiki and the other was a hypnotist. And oh, I was like, oh, you know, awesome. Because, yeah, awesome. I've had I've had every job under the sun. That, uh, and yeah, I was just like a hypnotist. Huh? OK. That sounds but, fun and different, yeah. different than like as someone who goes on stage and does hypnosis work or that was your vision back then that was your vision six years ago i've never done that i've never never done it never done it the closest i did to that was one time i was doing a uh it was a comedy show and i was the second to last person up and i go up there like i don't know what i'm gonna do anytime i do any live performance until max 10 minutes before i walk through the curtain usually it's i'll I'll think of something right then before i go in i'm like okay well that's what i'm going to talk about so i went up and i said okay well i can either tell you guys a story or i can hypnotize you guys to be relaxed and (laughs) so i was like i want to be relaxed and get hypnotized so i hypnotized everyone and but then there was someone else there was a comedy act after me who was up there and so they got really pissed off at me because the whole audience was just not giving a <laughs> fuck about them at all they're just sitting back you know feeling good and uh so I, I had to make sure that if i did that again i had to be the last person up for the night but um <laughs> yeah it's i i don't know i just i fell in love with it i i love hypnotizing people and um the stage stuff, like I thought was, I thought it was all fake. I thought it was totally fake when I first, really? uh, up until, uh, yeah, up until I talked to the guy who trained me. Um, yeah. Cause I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, I thought it was like a magic show, but uh, I mean, everyone is getting hypnotized. And I mean, even the people at the, like the whole audience is hypnotized. And then, um, I mean, then, then they always bring up people They bring up like 10 people. And then, you know, those people are the people who are the most likely to do what the hypnotist wants them to do. Like you can kind of, they can kind of tell, you know, who is going to be. And then, so then that's why then they start, you know, they, they let a few people go down there and they ended up with like maybe five or six people up there to do the act with them. And, mm. um, but everybody is still hypnotized. It's just these people are the most likely to do some crazy, crazy shit on the stage that's going to make everybody laugh. But um, 
I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. it's uh, awesome. Yeah, it's it's been fun. But uh, yeah, yeah, so I got that's good. Yeah, then this stuff. I don't know. I just got it recently. I had a. I don't know. I we can't we can't drill holes in the walls here. So uh, we have these like sticky things, but they don't work. Uh, <laughs> so my uh, certificate certification for being a hypnotist fell down and uh, <laughs> and broke. So I haven't put that back up. So that's that's what this space is here. And then and that's yeah. where it's meant to be. So we just imagine maybe maybe yeah. we could all be hypnotized and just imagine that it's there and we just see it. Yeah, we just yeah, see it sitting there. Just, yeah, just, okay, that's, that's where it is. That's where it is. That's where yeah. it belongs. That's awesome. Yeah, and then, that's, and then up there, uh, one. So yeah, so the the people that trained me in wrestling were uh, like, so the people. Okay, so the people who trained me, there was uh, three different trainers and like not long before I started, uh, or let's see, one of them died in like 2007 and then one in 2009. And I started in 2010. So like everyone, yeah, that was getting trained by these guys who I would have been trained by, now the guys are dead. And so I ended up being trained by their students. Uh, but wow. that's one of the guys, uh, and yeah, so. Uh, one or I can uh -huh. grab it. So there was a guy. Um, hold on. It, it's kind of kind of a fucked up story. So there was this guy, uh, Playboy Buddy Rose. If I can. Oh yeah, this this was your this was your fighting trainer. Uh, this, this was, was the guy the, who trained yeah, you. The, well, he trained the people who trained me. Right, uh, right. So sort of. He was like my yeah. grandpa, my training grandpa, but yeah. uh maybe maybe in spirit he trained you. Maybe, maybe maybe when he passed over, he was actually also guiding you from the spirit realm. That's what I'm thinking. That's what yeah. I'm thinking. And yeah. so yeah, like yeah, he had a he had a drug problem and uh so then they and they uh and he was a big fat dude. But he was super agile. He could do all kinds of stuff that, you know, like made him look like he was a hundred pounds lighter than he was. But uh, he, yeah, uh, they made a thing like basically uh, the uh, the blow away diet, which was because he fucking loved uh, cocaine and stuff. I was going to say blow, uh, blow. Yeah, lo love blow and, uh, and he was fat. So like it was a big thing. Uh, they did it for a while, but uh, yeah. So that, that was something they used to do, but I have that uh, up there. I just like having it. I got it a while ago, but. Um, it's like, he's just, he's just like making sure that you're on track, that you're, that you're, that you're still embodying the warrior the fighter that you just you were born to be but you're just doing it in a different way now yeah 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 and so yeah i keep that around and like there was uh there was so like when i was a little kid i'd, I'd get go to watch wrestling and stuff and uh yeah it was it was cool like that so but i think like there were a couple guys that were uh 
from New Zealand who are called the sheep herders, uh, which is, <laughs> they, they were, they were big. Yeah. So, um, you know, I guess that's something you, you have Whoa. to do. Um, yeah. But what got uh, you into wrestling? What actually got you into it? I think being a little kid, being a little kid. And, uh, so when I was a little kid, I, I lived out here, out near New York. Uh, and this was, you know, mid eighties back when it was mm -hmm. like really, really popular right there, uh, at that time. And my dad worked for a, a food company and they do promotions with them, with the WWF then or whatever. And uh, so we'd always get free promotional shit and bring it home or bring autographs home. And, you know, I was a little kid. I'm like, okay, well, this is, this is awesome. And I just stuck with it. It was one thing I, I've enjoyed, but yeah. Isn't uh, so that's it? So do you believe that, that we each have a path that is the most aligned path for us in this life? Do you I believe in so. that sort of stuff? Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, yeah. Cause I could have gone many different paths. I mean, I had, uh, I mean, if I wanted to, I could have, when I was, you know, early twenties, I, you know, could have had a job working for the government for, you know, the rest of, until I retired and just done that the whole rest of my life, uh, been like, I was a mailman. I could have done that the rest of my life and just, but I wouldn't have done anything else, you know, like, and I like to have the opportunity to be able to go out and do fucking weird shit. Cause who does, <laughs> who doesn't love weird shit? Who doesn't like helping people either, you know, yeah. it's, uh, and, and also it's another thing like with, with that too, um, I had an interview earlier today and, um, they, he asked me like, you know, what kind of people who's, who you asked me too. And I'm like, who's your audience? But yeah, then I asked your audience. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. And, but then we, we talked about it and it was like, there's certain people who get, get me or get my humor and with people who are in some sort of helping people field of any sort there are a lot of people who do the same thing that i do and you know if you if you don't like me i, I don't care there go but like what i do i i love it and believe it so much like i want you to go find somebody else who's doing the same thing as me you don't have to work with me don't don't hate uh, don't hate what I'm, what I, I do because I do it. Like I'm just one person. I've I've had, right, yeah, yeah, a lot of therapists that I thought were just shit, and I didn't give a give a flying fuck about it all. And so I was just like, you know what, therapy's dumb. Like, why well, why am I doing any of this? But then I found one that I really liked, and I was like, okay, well, I was totally wrong, and it kind of changed my perspective right. on a lot of that and um yeah. i'd rather have somebody you know someone else do what i'm doing make they can make my money i don't care but i'd rather have somebody else 
do that. And the people who are into what I do, they can come to me and I'm cool with that too. I'm happy, happy for that. Right. And, you know, if, right. yeah, people are it's either going to get me or they're, oh, yeah, or not. Oh, oh they're not. Yeah. yeah. And it's, yeah. yeah. It's just like, it's so fascinating. Sorry to, to cut you off there. It's like, like, I just get so excited sometimes. And it's like, when when you, I, what I, it, it's cool. Cause you imagine that people that resonated with you when you were wrestling, for example, they're like, yeah, wrestling's so awesome. And then like you, how you just didn't relate to therapy and you're like, this is shit. And then all of a sudden you find something that clicks for you. So you start to get into this world of helping people. So all of a sudden people that would never have even looked at, oh, hypnotherapy is cool or hypnosis is cool or some sort of therapy is cool or helping people is cool or doing something to help others is cool. Yet they're all watching you and your journey and they're like, man, like he's making it cool. So even if they, they you know, maybe maybe they maybe they don't come with you but then also maybe the reason that they do like you is because they're like man i relate to him and if he and if someone like him can get into that then he's just opened the door for me like that's yeah yeah, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's awesome yeah i mean i think that's a big thing with a lot of stuff especially now it's you know uh being able to see yeah someone that's doing so like yeah. I mean, even with even with wrestling, like I'm, uh, I'm not I'm not a big guy, but I I had a buddy, or he wasn't my buddy then, but there was a guy, who was one of my trainers. He was about my size, a little shorter, but he could talk, and I was like, well, you know what, like, because I, I was always told, You're too fucking small, too small, too small to be wrestling, but then. But then I saw him at a show and I was like, that's what resonated with me. I saw him. I saw him that he was, you know, getting a fucking reaction out of the crowd just by talking. And I was like, okay, well, you know, maybe, maybe I could, I could do this. And, you know, um, and I, I assume some people saw me and probably thought the same thing. There's a lot of smaller people now doing, doing, mm -hmm. uh, doing wrestling and shit. And so like, I mean, I'm I'm happy if more people doing whatever they want to do is good, is yeah, good. And, I mean, yeah. So and so, like, you're able to go and uh, bring it out of people. So, like, what are you doing when you're bringing it out of people? Like, what what do you when they come to you and they they say, "I need you to bring this out of me." What what uh what's kind of your approach there? Ooh, well, yeah. So it's it's interesting, like first of all i think because bef before that stage you have to trust someone if you're like help me bring that help me help me help me <laughs> you yep. have to trust them you have to feel safe with them and so i think a lot of people a lot of uh people that i work with now relate a lot to my journey like i was a party girl like i was i would have been hanging out with your friend if he was alive with the blow up with sure. the blow diet or whatever it is and yeah. then i got sober seven years ago and haven't touched a drop of alcohol haven't touched like recreational drugs i, I stay clear of all that and the amount of people who come to me not to get sober but they're like holy shit you make sober cool like you make it seem cool and so there's already that trust that's established so even if someone's coming to me for business and they're like matt libby i've got this idea and everyone around me is telling me that it's crazy or that it's dumb or that it's not going to work but i just there's something in me that that makes me feel like 
like I want to I want to take action on it and so I think what like one of the first things that I so once the the, the connection has been established because that's important always the connection the yep. trust the next thing is like hey have you seen how fucking amazing you are the way that you have lived the way that you see the world the way that you are so playful and curious and before the world told you that you had to you know be this size to be a professional wrestler or that you had to uh be able to paint like van gogh if you wanted to be a professional artist or you know you've got to be good at speaking if you want to be a professional speaker like that doesn't mean shit. you don't have to be good at those things the way that you see the world the way that you think the way that you just are that is where your power is that is where your success starts and so i think by getting ourselves into environments where we realize that huh i don't look like the world has told me to look in order to achieve what I want to achieve. In fact, those that know me and love me, they're telling me that it's not possible, but there's still something within me that feels like it's possible. And so I really, I become like a, a, a springboard or a gateway or like a mirror, really. I, I hold up a mirror to help someone see, holy shit, I do see the world differently. I'm not meant to live the path that most people live. I am meant to pursue what I everyone else is telling me is crazy but i know deep down it's for me and yeah yeah that's it's that it's the that internal internal magic that we each have so then i mean with people that are just it's yes yeah, real good like you to be able to because you can hold a mirror up to yourself and you can see one thing but you have someone else holding a mirror up to you and you see something you never had any any fucking clue that was there and i mean a lot of people see things a lot differently and there's a lot of stuff that's just sort of stopped or you might just have something yeah. in your head like you'll pass over so much things so many things just because you have this one little part in your head that's just like nope yeah. nope but then yeah, uh, yeah. Libby comes yeah. along, takes a mirror, I'm like, hey, <laughs> hey, look at you. You can do this. You got this right here. That, that's that's yeah. a little bit of the soft version because I'm I do I'm a shamanic healer and I work a lot with the energy and some background in psychology as well. So I do a lot of deep like you, like a lot of deep rewiring and reprogramming. So it's not just here's a mirror, you're amazing. I'm like a big cheerleader. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna cheer you on and I'm also gonna help you clear the shit that's stopping you and blocking you yeah. <laughs> getting in the way. <laughs> so how how often are they set uh on some shit that they think is what's fucking them up in in a very medical sense um uh in a professional sense what is fucking them up uh when they find out that is something way before them that's fucking them up that fucked them up to that point to get them to where they are now because i've had that i've had something like i've figured out you know like oh, i thought this was the one event that fucked me up but mm -hmm. actually it was this event back here if that yeah. event wouldn't have happened i wouldn't have been in the same boat i was then and so is that happening when you're when you're healing people oh yeah we always it's funny because if someone comes to me and they're like oh yeah i was about 20 i was about 30 when this started to happen i'm like nah you weren't <laughs> like it's like that's not the root cause of it trust me <laughs> so it's already like i don't i try and skip past it, no i don't try and skip past it. i try and 
in my in my sessions and in my work i take people to i take people to the very root cause so the origin of that and that might mean that they're looking at several layers for example if someone right now and you'll get this right it's like someone right now might be experiencing like just drama after drama after drama in their relationships and they can't seem to break it and they're like oh yeah actually when i was when i was 20 i had a relationship that was the same like no no let's let's go back because it's not it's not that one let's go back like i said but nicer than that let's go back let's go back let's go back let's go back and then they're like holy shit i was like three months old when i saw my dad do this thing to my mom and as a baby i'm picking up the hypnosis that's always going on around us right we're always being influenced by everything around us and i had this root cause agreement or belief system start to start to uh, be planted and, and watered and nourished my entire life since that since I was a baby. So yeah, absolutely. Just, just <laughs> in the subconscious, that? yeah. Just in the subconscious. And, I mean, because you're using like ninety over ninety percent of what you do is just subconscious stuff. I mean, like, yeah, it's like okay, and it's yeah, always you can always go back. And I mean, I've had a lot of people like that's why I don't really often i don't know usually if someone comes to me and they want to you know because usually okay so uh, you know let's uh let's bring you into this so when someone says that they uh you know want to get hypnosis for something what are the two things you think that they're going to hit hypnosis for um money and health okay Oh, that was different than what I was going to say, but yeah, okay. <laughs> what were you going to say? <laughs> well, I was going to say like to stop smoking or to lose weight. Oh, um, okay. That too. But health? That's health related? I, that is health related. And so, <laughs> I, yeah, I would love to have people to, okay, yeah. So if you guys, if you want good health, I mean, that's that's a great one. Like, I haven't even thought of that one. That's, You're that's welcome. Just there like, you go. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Like, I, I wouldn't be like, hey, you guys want good health? Let's hypnotize you that, you know, the, uh, you do the, uh, you know, every day in every way, I'm getting better and better, you know, uh, say that mantra, you say it, I, you know, 10 times in the morning, 10 times a night. Um, you know, your life, your life gets better. And your life will change. Yeah. And so just being able to have, oh, so the smoking, like the smoking or the weight loss, like, so if someone tells me like, Hey, I want to lose weight. And I'm like, well, okay. Um, but like this teeny, maybe one or 2% of that is they want to like, they need to lose weight. Like the other, you know, 98, 99% of the time is there was something way, way back that's causing them to get into that habit. Same with smoking and smoking. Like I won't tell, like, yeah, I don't know. I won't tell people to stop smoking if you don't want to stop smoking. I mean, I smoked, I smoked for years and yeah. I mean, like how, how well does it work to, uh, you know, be like when someone else says, tells you to stop smoking, like, you know, you'd be like, yeah. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. And, no uh, way. Not, I always ask, I'm like, so if someone asks you to stop smoking, like, oh, yeah, yeah, that, you know, I fucking, uh, my 
wife or my husband did. And it's like, okay, well, okay. Here's the thing. Don't feel bad about smoking anymore. Smoke a lot, please. Like if you ever got to a point though, when you want to stop smoking and it's you and like, you really want to stop smoking, come see me, but don't waste your money now. Like you got, you got to pay yeah. a pretty penny to get me to hypnotize you. Like it, it doesn't yeah. come cheap, especially with smoking. Uh, but don't, don't feel bad. I mean, and yeah. I mean, when you stop smoking, it's nice. And good, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. smoking is nice. Stop, stop drinking is nice. That's fucking yeah. It's but you know, and it's don't don't beat yourself up about it if it's not what you want. I mean, subconsciously, you're just gonna you're gonna despise whoever fucking told you to to stop smoking, which will in turn fucking make you despise yourself because you're a feeling you're a failure just keep fucking smoking don't feel bad about it stop smoking when you want to stop smoking you know right if, right yeah and, yeah it's, it's it's interesting because i like addiction comes from an absence of love right so if you're right. then trying to stop smoking or you're trying to lose weight but it's coming from a place because of someone else telling you then it's not actually you're trying to or, or and then so then you don't feel good enough so then you're trying to take action on this massive life-changing goal that you've set for yourself trying to it's like trying to solve a problem with the same level of thinking or it's like you know it's like you're trying to yeah. change the habit or break the addiction or you know lose whatever it is with the same energy that you that is the cause for the addiction in the first place right it has to come from that desire to to feel happier and to love yourself more and it has to come from within because then you've got the foundation that's different yeah. than the root cause yeah 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 and then you find that and then it makes once you stop or once you know you're able to like understand that you're able to you know realize that it's not this this isn't this isn't really what's really the issue it's really this and you need to you need to work through that and you know it's probably not going to be pleasant for a minute but once you go through it <laughs> it's, it's not, not going to be not pleasant gonna, yeah, <laughs> it's going to be it's, awful it, to start with yeah. just fyi <laughs> yeah but then you you don't have to relive it again it's you're not you're not going to have that issue anymore you do it one time and you're done. You're good. Yeah. You're good. Here yeah. we are. Here we there you are. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone go see Rusty for a session if you're wanting to give up smoking, but only if you really want to give up smoking and only if you only. really want to lose weight. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. But you know, like I, I don't do those. Like I it's a very rare occasion where, where I'll say yes to either one of those. Um just not Yeah. It's a lot uh, of work you know, as a practitioner. It, yeah. Yeah. And so uh, with your clients, do you have an office or are you doing uh, virtual or is it a combination of the two? Um, we, so I'm sitting in my, in my, in my office at the moment, it's a converted office, but we, I do most of my work online and we run retreats and funny that you say in person, cause that's actually the next stage is looking at an, an in-person space. But otherwise we'll have yeah sometimes i'll go to clients houses but i do a lot like lots of my clients are around the world and i do lots of traits so it's lots of teaching and training and i also teach breath work and 
um, shamanic healing and that. So we do a lot of like more retreat style things as well, which is awesome. Yeah. So if you were going to do a retreat, go Yeah, no, go ahead. I mean, so if you're going to do a retreat, what, what's the retreat look like? I mean, what, uh, what are you doing on, is it, you know, getting everybody into, you know, getting the, I mean, obviously getting the better self. I mean, like what, what, uh, what's your retreat? What is your retreat? What's the retreat? So so there's business and then there is healing. So the healing is five days of healing. It's like breath work session, shamanic journey. It's looking at all the stuff that's holding you back and, the cool thing with breath work is so it's kind of like kind of you hypno you're you're uh, with hypnosis you're helping someone so it's a little bit easier for someone who's like i don't want to look at the shit that's inside me <laughs> like i don't want to look at it because it's going to be confronting yeah. and with breath work we're really guiding people to to hold that within themselves so most of them have been on a healing path already and they're now looking at becoming practitioners but they're wanting to get rid of you know anything anything that's holding them back and just continue to become the best version of themselves and so it would start with you know we 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 meet on the first night we have deep immersion of breath like breath work experience so it's kind of kind of easy on the first night and then the next few days is very much about actually learning the modality and then experiencing it and then learning more experiencing it learning more experiencing it so you walk away like the amount of people who are like holy shit i had no idea how intense that was going to be and also it was the moment or that five days changed everything like relationships if they're not aligned you're going to find yourself in a in a more healthy relationship kind of thing. You, you just can't live with anything that's not for you after an experience like this. So it's deep life-changing immersions on this side of things. So then what are people doing when they're, they're calling you up a year down the road? I mean, what, what happens then? I mean, do you have people who are just, I mean, are, are they, I mean, are, I mean, is anyone like, I don't know. Do they get mad at you for for making their life awesome? And like, I mean, are people like, you know, I thought I had this really good thing going on, but actually, with what you told me and taught me, and I learned about myself, and I'm experiencing that shit was fucked up. Like, I mean, are people coming at you? And I mean, because I can I mean, feel in both ways. I mean, but then they're like, but thank you. But thank you. I needed that. I needed that. I needed to get there. And I had no clue I had to get there. <laughs> right. Right. It's like, and the th- I think the thing with healing, and you must see this as well with your clients, it's like, hey, I'm just the messenger. Like, I'm just holding the space. You're, you're in, in New Zealand, we call um, a canoe a walker. Uh, like a walker so i'm pad i'm paddling my walker you're paddling your walker you're paddling your own canoe in your life if you're trying to tell me that i'm responsible for your walker your canoe going the wrong way you're giving me your power because how are you going to get out of that when you're caught in a rip or when you're going down a waterfall like you've got to learn how to paddle and so i'm going to give you the tools to paddle and i'm going to show you how to get into the right direction but it's up to you to 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 listen to that guidance learn how to how to how to paddle in the water so that even if you get slightly turned and things kind of go off track or there's a storm you've got the skills to be able to keep paddling that's going to make you stronger it's going to make you head in the direction that you actually want to head so don't 
don't you be bringing that shit onto my boat. Like that's, yeah, that's right. yours. I'm just showing you how to, I'm just teaching you how to paddle. Yeah. And my boat's good. My boat's good. You know, so, and I'm, I'm already at the destination. Like I've already made it here. So yeah. I'm just, just hanging out at the marina. Just, <laughs> just waiting for you. Yeah, hang on. Hey, you'll be there. We'll, we'll see you. You know, I'll be down. We'll wave at you from down there. And uh, <laughs> How you doing over there? You're right. Come this way. Yeah, we'll get to carrier over here. Yeah, so, but we were actually thinking of some in the states, like retreats. Uh, we, my husband and I, love the states, and it's yeah. I think there's some cool, just awesome people. I think I think Americans. I think you get. I think you're amazing. I think it's you know really awesome to hang around. And so we're like, let's let's run some retreats in the states. Where are you thinking? um i'm sure wherever we're called what, wherever what, what kind of place do you go to i mean it, so are you going to a place that you know is uh in some sort of like a retreat like, thing like, like like a retreat so okay i mean is it like yeah. something in the mountains like something at, a, at the coast is it something that's like a, a day spa or like uh just something like yeah out in middle of nowhere oh, in the desert day spa would be nice but no these yeah, ones right. are they're, they're they're in nature <laughs> out in nature so mountains or ocean just depends but depends normally we'll do um we'll try and have some water nearby so we can do cold water immersions in the morning and start the day just out in nature in the water ready for the day and then go into like a wherever the space is the one place we normally go is this yurt it's like a mongolian yurt where we just we're all we're all sort of in a um in a circle there's a fire it's it's quite nice but it's it's just like <laughs> out in nature a tent nothing else around you can't escape <laughs> like, <laughs> but you're, you're you're gonna you're gonna get to some real juicy magic of, of of your own consciousness which is awesome so then do you feel that with more people at one time that you're kind of getting so if someone is a client of yours and you get so you have 10 clients on this retreat do you feel that they have um an enhanced experience with the nine other people or 10 people because like for i noticed this with acupuncture um mm. and like a group setting like the the way that the you know energy seemed to you get everything from everybody else too and it just yeah opens up and i felt i got a much better experience than even being in a room by myself with, you know, uh, you know, uh, like under a towel and, you know, like having like the, the full thing, like I was in some doctor's office in some zero gravity chair and I with 10 other people around me and I felt that was a better experience than any other one I got. Yeah, yeah, different. We have between 15 to 20 per time oh, per, per space. Yeah, and so there's two. If it's 20, then we normally have a third facilitator. So one of our team will come and just help hold the space and just and so that everyone, you know, everyone's being taken care of, everyone's got the support that they need. But it's also because we've we, we teach how to paddle your own walker. So it's <laughs> you don't necessarily need someone with you the whole time. It's just, yeah, but. It, cool just like we're having a conversation now like when you're with people and you're getting to share an experience with others there's more conversation you can relate to like oh man i had this i had that experience as well or 
oh, you, you just reminded me of something in my own journey. And so there's more people to bounce ideas off, which I think enhances the whole, yeah, the, the whole experience. It would have been cool, an acupuncture retreat. Yeah, that would be an interesting one. Um, so the, the people that you are partnered with here, um, that, so it's, it's you and other people that are doing these retreats. So it's like there's three people. My husband and I. So my husband and I, and we also have a team of, so we've trained students and sometimes the students will come back and help hold the space. And then, yeah, we've also got a, full, a full-time team that helps with just um, behind the scenes so that we can focus on the delivery of like holding a really fucking awesome huh. experience. Yeah. So yeah, we got help. It's always so, good with people. Yeah. So did you, uh, you and your husband, did you both sort of get into it at the same time or was were one of you before, um, or were you both just like, Hey, let's, let's check this out. And then just like, Oh shit, this is awesome. Let's get everybody else to like know how awesome this is. <laughs> we, um, yeah, yeah. We, we, when we met, we were both drinking and partying and we got sober at the same time. Just, we had one night that was just uh, catastrophic. We were like, fuck this, like never again. We actually broke up for a week and then we're like, nah, if we're going to, if we're going to live the life that we know that, that I know that I'm here for, that you know that you're here for, like we, d we just can't be on that path. And, and so that kind of got us into spiritual spiritual stuff healing like alternative modalities like crazy shit he went and did plant medicine and um sat in peru with ayahuasca that so oh. he's gone on his journey yeah we work you know like have worked in um with different plant with different plant medicines to help with the awakening gone on shamanic apprenticeship so we've both gone on our own journeys but together and then the modalities that we've both learned when we bring them together and create something amazing it's yeah it's like a creation at the same time as just yeah learn this step-by-step -step breathwork that we've learned it's very much like this is the medicine that we've unlocked within ourselves and now when we share it with others i mean everyone's got everyone's got their own way to find their path right and so it's just holding the space to help someone find their path that yeah that they're here to live yeah yeah. So in uh, in Oregon, um, uh, so now like um, like all drugs are legal there. Uh, so what? Yeah, yeah. Everything's legal. Really? Yeah. No and way. So, yeah, and so like no. I know someone that I friends with. Uh, she does a lot of you know uh shamanic work and uh she was gonna start uh incorporating um mushrooms into um mm. her awakening uh, so, i mean i mean that's also something that will it's you know it's something that's it's wild because i'm and then there's also treatments that people do in you know, other things, yeah. Uh, yeah, other parts like that. Um, and I don't know, because I mean, yeah, something that's that's new and and different, but I mean, there's just a lot of ways to just be able to lose that ego for just a little bit. And with what you're doing, um, 
And I mean, with what I'm doing too, I mean, you really have to just let that ego down for a little while and just, okay, well, it's, it's not like, there's something else to this. There's, it's not just, it's just not me fucking up all the time. Like, absolutely. it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I like, I fucked up. I fucked up. Show me how I, I'm not going to fuck up. And if I do fuck up, you know, like you said, uh, on the walker, you can be able to paddle away from me, run into a storm. You can, you can paddle out of it and be, be okay. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah just absolutely. Being able to get to a part where, when it's okay to, it's okay to have something go wrong and yeah. not, not catastrophic. And yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, so then you're, when you're doing speaking uh, engagements, where, where are those kind of at? Are they, are you doing those like at, um, I don't know, is it like at, at a, I don't know where, where you do it, like at, at like, not, maybe, maybe not a school, like would you go to a kid's school and do something like that? Is that somewhere like that, uh, that would work or would that be too, too fucking weird? Um, maybe. I don't think they like swearing at schools though. And sometimes, ah. <laughs> no, but yeah. I like, um, so I did a lot of online summits and also one of our other companies is we go into workplaces and help with mindfulness, meditation, executive coaching, workplace wellness. And so a lot of speaking and facilitating and then people have a, there's cool events around like networking events or different, um, what's some, we, we've run some events as well of for leaders and entrepreneurs that are doing cool stuff. We, so we do them as charity fundraisers and yeah, just sell tickets and, and people come and a couple hundred people. So just, yeah, sharing and speaking and yeah, not, I would love to be doing what you're doing, but it's the, the, the sort of the like with crowds and, and this energy, it's more the work when I'm speaking is very much like, Libby, tell us your story. How did you go from where you were to where you are now? It's very inspiring, but I, I love the entertainment energy that you bring through. I think that's really cool. Yeah, thank you. It's, yeah, it's because, yeah, if you've told that story, uh, you know, <laughs> you guys refer back to uh, sections one through nine uh, <laughs> of the, the Libby life to be able to understand that. You can get get that, you know, here's going to be a little different. And so, um, I mean, so, okay, well, let, let's just get into this. So then if you're going to be uh, one of the people to come find you, I mean, what are they going to do to come find you here? Like, what's 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 the deal how how are they gonna gonna find you what what do you want them to find uh <laughs> what do i want them to find <laughs> what, do you, what, what do you want them to know about you <laughs> come if you hang out on instagram or on facebook that's probably easiest i'm on instagram the libby robertson and then you can find find a couple of different other things that i do from there and facebook is Libby Robertson. Very easy. It's my name. That's probably easiest. Instagram, okay. Facebook. That's that's great. Um, yeah. Yeah, it makes it easy. Makes it easy, makes it easy. you know, tell We've all got social media. Yeah. 
you know, you type it in, you type in uh, the Libby Robertson or you type in Libby Robertson, you know, you'll get it. You'll be like, oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, if I still name, come say hi, let us know that you've listened to this and, and continue the conversation. Are you on Instagram, Rusty? I am on Instagram. I'm, What's uh, your Instagram? It is Rusty Diamond and then the number zero. Um, I'm, I'm not... Yeah, I have some other ones. I have like a few of them, but that's one thing I've never, I don't know. My my social media game isn't great. I'm uh, waiting for <laughs> waiting for the AI to up their game on that one for me. Get, give me some free social media help. But uh, yeah, I, um, I, I'm on there. I'm on there. I'll throw something up every once in a while, um, but yeah. We'll, we'll cross awesome. that bridge when we get there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it was awesome talking with you, Libby. I'm, I'm happy we got to to do this and, you know, have a, have a real conversation and not just uh, like you guys, if you want to, if you want to know more, cause you do want to know more about Libby, you know, go episodes <laughs> one through nine, go, go check those out everywhere else because they're out on the interweb somewhere <laughs> yeah now you're curious now you're like well now i gotta know more but this is the way you get to to know her on, on more of a, a personal level and, and how cool she is so thank awesome. you uh, thanks yeah. so much for having me and thanks everyone who's listening as well super cool to connect and we'll chat with you soon hopefully perfect and everybody thanks, thank you thank you thank you and that is the show Man.